Like nobody wants to buy sessions. They want to buy an answer to their to their problem. And and she has the ability to do that now, which is really exciting. Hello, I'm Rod Jans, and you're listening to FuelRadio.com, a show about transformations. This is the story about Kate and her business coach, Patty Kay. That's right, Patty with just the letter K. Pretty catchy, hey? Kate started a personal fitness training business back in 2015 with a twist. Her ideal clients are people who are older and not necessarily into the gym scene. Kate was able to acquire some clients, but struggled to keep them going because of the way she had her business structured at the time. Along came Patty Kay. Patty is a former software developer turned business coach. What caught my attention about this story is that I actually know Kate and I was in a networking group with her as she was starting out. I saw firsthand how hard she was working to find new customers. Kate had been in the fitness industry for 20 plus years in the United Kingdom. When she moved to Canada a little over 10 years ago, she got a job working in a newspaper doing database entry. In May 2014, the newspaper changed her job and she got bought out. At that point, she decided to get back in the fitness industry again. Kate's business officially opened in December 2014 when she entered a government-sponsored self-employment program. Here's Kate. And I did that for a little while. We had to deal with a, a sickness problem in the family, so it was useful to be able to have something that was just kind of 9 to 5 and I didn't have to worry about. Being a business for yourself, you're, you're really always working. You, you don't really... It's kind of because the borders between personal life and home life become very, very blurred. It was quite good from the point of view of dealing with sickness to know what my hours were going to be. So I did that for a while. Then the nature of the job changed and uh, they offered me an opportunity to to be bought. So they, they bought me out basically. So I just walked away with a package and then was deciding, well, what do I do with my life now? And uh, I decided to get back into the fitness industry because it was where uh, it was an easier, easy, easier transformation for me to pick up and get going in business again. And my circumstances had changed a lot during the 10 years, which made it more favorable for me to now look at starting a business again. And um, so as a, I was able to enroll on the self-employment program and get started that way. So it was great. It was a great opportunity, and I'm, uh, I'm enjoying being self-employed again. So while you were doing that, while you had the job at the newspaper, were you always thinking of getting back into fitness? Was it sort of always in the back of your mind and a a desire of yours? Yes, it was. I think I was looking for the, for an opportunity. I would be looking, I was looking around and personal training for me started to look as though it was something that only a younger person would do. So I, I, I had, been considering doing something in the fitness business, but not quite sure how to bring that into fruition, thinking that uh, personal training was all about young people and younger people that were, you know, very, very, very athletic looking and that I I sort of was older and although still in sort of reasonable shape, not in anything like 
the shape that I was. And I was always totally kind of barking up the wrong tree with, with what people actually needed. Uh, and the more I started to talk to people in my own age group, I became apparent that not everybody wants to be trained by some 25-year-old Adonis or beach body beautiful gal. You know, like some people do because they sort of are, are clinging on to that belief that it's it, you know, it's about body transformation and what you look like. And then the more I found out there was more of a niche for people that really wanted to get fit but didn't have any clue and were very intimidated actually by the whole gym scene. It's the last place that they wanted to go was into a gym because they, they just felt that they were like a square peg in a round hole mm. and just didn't fit there. They felt totally overwhelmed and totally intimidated by that idea and they were stuck. They wanted to exercise, but they didn't know where to start. So they I've tried a few different things and and sort of really had not embraced the idea or had pushed themselves too hard, became injured and, and, and sort of hadn't done so they were really kind of stuck and didn't know quite where to start. So and and I was I guess I was kind of feeling the same way about starting a business. So it it sort of dawned on me that wow, well, there's a niche list of people that I can help because I know exactly how they feel and I felt kind of the same. So I've got to find a way of, of make, I, making that f- into a sort of a solution for people. While Kate was in the government self-employment program, she was already struggling to find the words to explain what her company was doing and she was concerned about how she was going to attract customers through her marketing. I was finding it very, very difficult to try and find the formula or try and find the, the words or try and find ways to explain what it was I wanted to actually do and how I could actually reach into that market. And on, on the self-employment program, you do you do something called a, a sort of dragon's den type of thing where there are um, uh, the tutors from the program, uh, one of them sits in and then there are three other people uh, from some of whom have been through the program themselves, but they're kind of uh, successful business people in your area, and they sort of grill you about your um, about your business plan and, and um, offer up useful information to help you. And, and one of the one of the things was one of the ladies say sort of saying to me, "I think your biggest challenge is going to be marketing, marketing what it is you want to do. I think it's a great." concept but how are you going to market it and how are you going to reach those people so I left the program sort of with this idea of knowing that that I can confident that I could make this business work but at the same time concerned about well how am I going to market it how am I going to reach those those people that I need to to get my idea in front of how am I going to attract that sort of customer so that, that was my biggest concern was marketing As Kate started out in the self-employment program, she found it to be super helpful, along with networking here in Canada, where she eventually met her coach, Patty Kay. I think one of the major things that that they said that was was different was uh, like the amount of networking groups that are out there where you did. It was very difficult to find those kinds of organizations in the UK that weren't closed and sort of like... uh, the sort of gentlemen's clubs type scenarios, you know what I mean? You you had to kind of almost be sort of invited and seconded by somebody else to get into those types of things. And 
we definitely, my husband and myself, are definitely not in the sort of social class standing organization uh, where we could join those types of gentlemen's types clubs. You know what I mean? It just, the, but over here, it was like the first thing they, they said, go out and join some of these networking groups. And that's exactly what I did. And it was through a networking business lunch that um, Patty Kay's name came up as a, I, I went to one of these things in the February, which was like right in very, very early stages of my business. Cause that's what they said. Don't sit at home in your basement, wondering where your clients are going to from, come from, get out into community and talk to people because that's likely going to be a source of of clients you need to talk to people you need to find out where these people are so that was where yes it was somebody uh, in one of these networking groups that recommended patty to me and said oh she's got a workshop coming up and uh, it's like 20 dollars but you'll find it's the best 20 dollars you'll ever spend and that has actually proven to be probably the best piece of advice that i got out of everything was was going to one of patty's workshops because it opened more doors to me than anything else has Let's hear from Kate's coach, Patty Kay, and find out more about what she does and who she works with. I am primarily a business coach, and I specialize in working with people who are offering transformational services and uh, aren't attracting as many clients as they would like. Uh, and I help uh, primarily, you know, with the marketing stuff, with the writing, with the messaging, and about figuring out what they're selling, who they're selling it to, and how to get that message out there in a way that their clients can understand it. I guess one of the things that sets my clients apart is that they do the actual hands-on work with their clients. They're not trying to become um, celebrity internet marketers or sell online programs or or, uh, join the pyramid scheme of make a million dollars by selling people the idea to make a million dollars. They actually work closely and in-depth with their clients doing the actual work. Would the idea be that they do what they do really well and you do sort of the marketing and, and business side of things? really well yes I yeah I help them I help them get get sorted out on that side and develop systems that take as little time as possible because when you work closely with clients you need to have a huge part of your day available to work with clients and you can't be spending all of your time out there doing a whole lot of marketing and promotion so we need to get good at it and to focus in like to zero in on you know the 20% of effort that gives you a percent of results so one of your strategies was to do some networking and and that's where you met patty k yeah yeah Mm -hmm. how were things going when you met her were you were you looking for some help or did you just happen to hear about this networking meeting and you went and just thought hey i'm gonna ask her to coach me sort of um I joined what she, she was, I went to a couple of her workshops and then I decided that I would do a program that she was offering at the time, uh, rather than personal coaching. So she gave uh, me a nice shiny binder with some assignments and I, I stepped through the assignments, um, and was able to put together my website. 
I didn't rush to put a website out there. Everybody kept saying, you got to have a website, you got to have a website, you got to have a website. And I thought, okay, I need content to go on the website. So I need to find the right words. I, finding somebody to, paying somebody to put together a website for me was um, an, an easy thing in many ways, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, I can hire somebody to do a website that people were falling over themselves asking me to, you know, do a website for them. But it all comes down to the bottom line is they don't know what words to put on it. And it's the words that are on the website that are going to make a website successful or not. So I had to figure out exactly the words that my potential clients were going to be using before I could hire somebody or put together a website myself even. Does that make sense? That's a bit of a kind of waffle, but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, totally. I mean, I'm in marketing. I know how important copy is. And even from talking to Patty, I already interviewed Patty. I oh, really got, okay. I really got the sense that wording is really important to her too. Like she really works with her, her, her clients to work on the wording that they use on their websites or, or whatever, wherever their sales copy might, might show up. Yeah. And I think one of the things, uh, there was two things that stuck out like a sore thumb for me, oh, not a sore thumb, like a beaming light of, of sort of enlightenment with Patty were two things that she said. Number one thing was you can't read the label on your own jar. And when we're self-employed and we're in business, we're very much in our own jar. So there's a temptation to try and make ourselves look very clever in the eyes of the public and, and want to talk about, I mean, one of the first things you asked me was, well, what degree do you have? Well, I don't really think that people, when they, they're looking for a solution, necessarily care whether somebody's got a degree or not. They want to know that somebody's competent and have qualifications. But when you, and, and the other thing that she said is if you, when you, uh, you don't go out and buy a drill, you're looking for something to make a hole because you need a, it's not, you're not looking for a drill, you're looking for holes. And that's very true. Let's just talk about the process a little bit of you working with Patty. So you, okay. yeah. So what did you go through? What was, what was the process of, of engaging her? Um, I think what, uh, I think it was over, over time. Um, I kind of, I knew that she had, I knew that what she was saying was very much the key to what I needed. And so I worked my way through her short program and put my website together, but I kind of knew that there was something more. And so I guess by Christmas, I had decided that I needed to hire her to do some more work with me, more one-on-one -on -one work with me. Yeah, so I needed to hire her to pinpoint exactly where where my uh, ideal clients were. I'd figured out who my ideal clients were. I figured out the language that they use. I figured out how I should approach them. I was just having a difficulty reconciling that with where I was going to find them. So I that's why I kind of got Patty on board is, is really to further sharpen the edges. I had something I had something that was already good. I had something that was already working. The number of clients were were growing, but I had found that I was going through a process of uh, feast or famine, I either had a lot of clients or the well was drying up a little bit or clients had purchased. I was selling my services by the session and people were buying blocks of sessions. 
but then uh, for one reason or another, they would be going out of town or so it was taking too long for people to use up those sessions and they weren't getting the results that they wanted and I wasn't getting the results in my business that I wanted either. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I knew that there was something that I had to be doing different, slightly different. I had to approach it differently. I knew I had the right product. I knew I had the right service and I knew I was, I was on the right track and that I was offering a really good solution to a really massive problem. It's just that I, I, I wasn't, approaching it in quite the right way or I wasn't offering my services in a way that was that was quite doing it for people so mm-hmm. I had to find a different way and I wasn't going to go back to the sort of the dog and pony show of the uh, of being the snake oil salesman with the uh, magical potion from um, South America were you pretty confident that you could help and that things could improve you know, it's an interesting question because my, my, you know, my quick answer is, is yes. After I started working with her for sure, um, you know, like when we talked about working together and I saw what she was doing, I thought, yeah, yeah, this will work. But what really gave me that idea that, wow, she's on to something is at one of the workshops, she had actually signed up one of the people in the workshop to work with her. And in a, in a, in a workshop afterwards, this woman was explaining how Kate, like the difference that Kate was making in her life. And Kate wasn't in the room. There was this group of women standing around waiting for the event to, to start. And, and she is, demonstrating what Kate was having her do, demonstrating how it had changed her body and changed how she moved and changed how she uh, how she stood. And she talked about how Kate works with people. She's saying, oh, she gets right down on the ground with you and she watches what you're doing and she makes sure that you do it exactly right. And she gives you just these little exercises and it makes such a big difference. And she was just giving this impromptu, glowing, testimonial story about how amazing Kate was. And I'm there listening in. And I'm like, wow, uh, you know, her service is this good to elicit this kind of testimonial just out of the blue. Here's this woman basically promoting the heck out of her business, um, you know, without, you know, without her even knowing it. And it's just like, wow, if she can get that kind of word of mouth for what she is doing, it's like she is on to something. And as I'm listening to this description, I'm like, that doesn't actually fit what's in my mind as what a personal trainer is. And I think about personal trainers, they're all, oh, no pain, no gain. And they're, you know, big muscular guys. And they're like pushing you to work really hard. And this description of what was happening was very, very different from that. And I got very intrigued about Kate's business at that point. It sounds like you were feeling alone going into this and that you were in groups and maybe a little bit frustrated because you weren't meeting people that really got what you were, you were doing. What was the difference with this group? Like, why were there, what, why were there people in that group that got what you were doing? Is it because they were in similar, it sounds like Patty works with people who are in transformational industries or doing transform, you know, coaching that yeah. results in a transformation. Do you think that was the key or was it something else? I think it, I think it was, yeah, very definitely. Um, Patty does have a, a lot of clients that are very much in the transformational um, business, and and I think people that that work with Patty as well are also offering something that's slightly different or slight in their in their own industry, you know, within their own industry. 
And I think marketing has changed a lot. So just diving into Kate's business a little bit, and what were some of the challenges that you identified early on and decided to address when you started working with Kate? Well, the big challenge was that she had gotten uh, quite a lot of advice previous to talking to me that basically said, you need to focus on the weight loss market. That's what's going to sell your services. You have to talk about weight loss and and uh, you know work on you know work in that crowded marketplace because that's what people want to buy. So that wasn't exactly what she wanted to do when she set out in her business, but that was the advice that she was getting. And the other thing that she was doing is the thing that that most service providers do is she was selling her services by sessions. You could buy individual sessions or you could buy a group of sessions, but that's that was what she was selling is you know appointments with her to do personal training and with a with a marketing message around weight loss and that was that was you know where i saw the opportunity to make some changes With Patty's help, Kate learned that marketing was about trial and error, and also refining your services to find the things and the packages that really resonate with your customers. And that's what I got from Patty's World Marketing, is there isn't a magic answer. You've got to try things with trial and error and refine your, your services over time and package it in such a way that people look at it and they think that's my problem and you that's my solution and that's this and you are the person I want to work with in order to solve that problem with me work with me to solve the problem I understand it's going to take a period of X time I understand it's going to take a period of commitment and I'm willing to do that and that's exactly how Patty's programs work as well. It's like we need to work together over a period of time. It's not some magical uh, course with all of the answers there for you. That it's gonna we're gonna work together over time to establish your ideal clients, who they are, and then find a formula to to um, to reach out to them and to attract them to you uh, and generate those sales that you want. It's like I don't need to be working with a hundred clients. I need a half a dozen clients and, and if I'm working with 10 clients that's pretty much as much as I can handle because I'm invested with people um, then you know it's not that I don't just roll up and do the same thing over and over again with people I'm invested in them and it, that takes a lot of energy so I work with a small group of select clients at a time it, that makes me different I think from trying to, trying to market to a massive amount of people do you recall some of the symptoms that things weren't going so well for Kate? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, common kind of things with transformational kinds of businesses is that she, first of all, she was doing really well. She was having clients sign up. She was getting business, which was awesome. I, you know, she was out there and she was drumming up some business. But what was happening is people would sign up for a short period of time. 
And because they were signing up by the session, they would often delay their sessions. They would put her on hold. They skip a week and they would kind of drop off. So what was happening then, of course, is that they weren't seeing the results and they were just kind of drifting away, uh, which was uh, very frustrating to Kate because she, she really wanted to help them. But it also is, of course, not a good situation for her in terms of her income. It sounds like that's something sort of common with the people that you work with in these transformational types of businesses. And and, and if it's common, what's your solution to that? It's completely common. And the reason why it's common is that transformation is hard work. Uh, Basically, what you're doing is you're helping somebody become a better and different version of themselves. And that requires a level of dedication and commitment and work on the part of the client. It's not something that you can magically do. It's like if Kate could just go and do the exercises for her clients, uh, that would be a very appealing service to offer. So, so it, it requires that hard work. And because of that, uh, you need to offer a service that helps people through that hard work. So in terms of a solution, it's about creating in-depth, long-term, committed uh, programs where you work with people, not by the session, but for months at a time, and that you, you charge a fair amount of money for it. When I was selling stuff by the session, I started to feel that value thing creeping into conversations I would have with people who were the, they weren't really my target clients. So they would ask me um, how much you charge and tell them, and they just sort of look as if you could see the look on their faces. I wouldn't pay that, right? So I think you start to lose your edge a little bit, and you start to think, oh, it's a bit too expensive for people. They're not going to buy it. But by packaging things, by working with Patsy, I've realized that, no, there is a market out there for what I do, and I need to provide, and, and what Patty's got me to do is put together my services in a program format rather than a by-the-session pro- format. So people buy a nine, people are now buying a nine-month program for me, which is called Change Your Life, and it's structured in a very, very different way to uh, what I was doing before, which was standing by the session. So I get a, I, I get a better commitment from my clients. They get a better commitment from me. The program is, is already laid out. It's just the approach to each individual. It, it, where the customization comes into it is, is um, working with that person and what makes them actually tick rather than the program itself. The program, instead of being... 10 sessions is now a program that has more content in it, if you see what I mean, and, and works with them more to, to reach what their, their, their issue is. And it's very often not to do with weight loss. A lot of what I work with is people that, that are finding that they have hurt themselves exercising before. And so they have joint pain. And a lot of what I offer now is working with people to alleviate the joint pain when they're moving around and that's an amazing transformation is taking somebody that feels that they cannot possibly exercise or cannot possibly do things working through that i'm not a physio i should say that it's not a medical approach and i don't claim to replace what physiotherapists and chiropractors and doctors and all of those types of people do but very often people don't know how to move as a result of that so it's a different it's a different process yeah, what were some of the first steps that uh, 
that Kate made? Well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, there was the getting clear about the market and about what she wanted to offer and you know where she wanted to place her business and basically going back to what she wanted to do when she started out is she wanted to help people who were more in that midlife age range and she wanted to help people get fit without injuring themselves her specialty is knowing exactly how how your body moves and what you need to do in order to to exercise in a way that you're not going to injure yourself long term and to get you know, to start slowly so that you don't get hurt and so that you develop a habit. So it was getting clear about the kinds of services that she wanted to offer, the kinds of people that she wanted to work with, and getting her programs that she was offering and her marketing lined up with that. So we spent quite a bit of time working on those things, taking a look at that market, looking at what they needed, and and considering the experiences that she had had with her clients, the, the ones that were really good, like the like the raving testimonial one, and then the ones where people were falling off the rails, it was like, okay, how do we how do we solve for this so that we create a really good program and package uh, to offer? And then that's that's what we did together. We put together a serious commitment, um, big program for her. What does it mean to you to have this new confidence and have a marketing program? That's really working. It means everything. Um, like I said, I mean, go back to the, the take home message that I got from the biggest thing that I got from the self employment program or the biggest hint that was, or something of something that was going to be an, an indicator for my success was how are you going to market this? That was always something that was on my mind because it was on my mind from when I was in the UK and struggling to market things over there and trying things that didn't work. And not really finding a formula that did work in terms of a marketing formula. So uh, I think that the confidence comes from now finding this formula that's clearly working and um, having success at signing people up. And existing clients who were, were referred have referred. I think the biggest indicator for me would be a referral I got from a client finally managing to sign up this lady and then putting together this package with Patty, um, this lady that was on this original program where I was signing by the session, not getting the success she wanted, sitting down and revealing to her, showing her this new program that I had put together and her immediately saying, that's what I need. I want that. I'm buying it right away. And then her telling her friend about the program that I've got and this lady that referred her in the first place to me saying, wow, I want that too. So selling a program to somebody that was already on a program with me wanting this new program. That was kind of like a, a wow moment, if you see what I mean. Yeah. What do you make of that? Like, what was the difference? That sounds fantastic. I think I felt like I was Steve Jobs inventing the iPhone or something like that. <laughs> kind of that massive, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you've got something and then all of a sudden you've you doubled your sale without actually and so you've sold something to an existing client who was already happy with my service but now i've provided something that, she, that she's like wow i want that too and so just in this short period of time have you seen some sort of uh, breakthrough for kate uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, absolutely. I would say that the 
there was two breakthroughs that I observed with Kate. Um, the first one was the the first time she sold one of the big programs that she put together. So we put together this big package. I think it's like 40 week program, multiple sessions per week, daily check-ins. Like it's a serious, serious uh, commitment program runs over something like nine or 10 months. And she presented it to to one of her clients who was who was really struggling to stick with the program and to, to get results and kept flaking out on her. And she presented this, this idea to the client and, and the client just pointed at it and says, I need that and signed up. And it's like, <laughs> that was a big breakthrough uh, to, to uh, devise the package and then to have somebody um, sign up, which was super exciting. And then the second big breakthrough, it was that she was having a conversation with another client and she identified an opportunity. She heard what the client was saying, which is part of what I teach people to do. Listen to what people want. What are they asking for? Where are their problems? And she identified what was going on with this person. She devised a different package to offer to them to help them solve their problem. And she put it all together and then she presented it to them and they bought it. And it was like, yes. (laughs) So that was, that was super exciting because now that she has that ability, she can, she can roll that out anytime she needs it. It's just, you know, so that she can take advantage of the, the, the opportunities. Like nobody wants to buy sessions. They want to buy an answer to their, to their problem. And, and she has the ability to do that now, which is really exciting. Because it's been a struggle to find that formula, hasn't it? I think it's a struggle to find a formula for anybody that's in business, quite honestly. I think it, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's not what you think. And I think that's the biggest thing of, of sitting down with Patty is realizing that, that marketing was not what I thought. There wasn't a lot of money. It wasn't like about spending a lot of money on search engine optimization, or it wasn't about, you know, spending endless hours blogging and trying to be heard above all of the noise because that's, really, really difficult to do, all right? So it wasn't about uh, spending $10,000 on a website. I actually put my my own website together myself. The biggest part of it was finding the right words. That was the hugest part. If I can sit in front of somebody and explain to them what I do, they've already gone to my website and they've looked at how much my prices are. They're already coming with that objection covered. And uh, I have a very, very, very big conversion rate. If I sit down with somebody and, and talk to them, I, I hire, uh, like, sorry, over 90% of the people that I sit down and talk with actually hire me to work with them. I think that's pretty big. So, uh, and I don't have, I don't, as I said, I have no clue about how many people actually go and look at my website. As uh, <laughs> It doesn't really, it doesn't really bother me that much. Probably, I'm probably being the, uh, the opposite of what people think right now so which is good in a way well, i see some themes developing here what are some of the biggest lessons from working with kate that others can benefit from hearing um absolutely uh <laughs> The the thing with transformational businesses is that um, it's that you, what you're really selling is you're selling somebody a better version of themselves or a better version of their company, that kind of thing. They're buying the results that they're looking for. So what you're, that's what you're really selling. You're not selling what you do. You're not selling how you do it. You're not spe- selling how many hours you spend together. You're not selling whatever your special modality is. You're, you're selling people the results that they're looking for. And transformation is really hard work. And 
if you want to work with people one-on-one for transformation, you can't just, you know, do a little bit here, a little bit there. The trick is to create a, a package or a program that really addresses that problem and gives them all of the support that they need to make those changes. And that gets them to commit so that they see the results. So you end up with um, selling more intense programs, selling fewer of them, working with fewer people and charging more money. What's the biggest lesson that you've learned working with Patty that you'd like to share with our listeners? Not working with Patty is a massive mistake. <laughs> yeah. So you'd really recommend Patty, but what, what for you has been the biggest lesson? Two things that I said earlier on is like, you can't read the label on your own jar. Patty is very, very good at writing that label for you. Would you say she writes it for you or she helps draw it out of you and, and you, you do it together? That's interesting. She draws it out of you. Yeah. Yes. That's a better way of phrasing it. She, she, she helps you write the label. She, she gives you the clues. She understands what it is that, that you do. I think that's probably the biggest thing is that she, she understands the types of transformational business and the, uh, and she understands how people struggle with things and what people are actually looking for in terms of, uh, the solution to the struggle that they, that they're having. She helps you to be able to reach those people. All right. Thanks again to Patty Kay and Kate Curry for joining me on this episode of the Feel Radio podcast. Please keep an eye out for our next podcast with Jesse Elder, where we go and visit with him on his release tour. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon.